Live from the cabin in Crapper Creek, got the fire stoked, the coffee's on, little Jack Daniels in there. I think this fucking show's ready to roll. What do you say? This week on the podcast, legendary rocker Carmine Apiece talks to us about Ted Nugent, some great stories. Lovely Maria talks Valentine's Day sexual fun with us. Got some nerd news on the way, presidential facts, the top places to hide your weed. Chocolate Facts, a foodie roundup. We are loaded this week. Coming up on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Ah, we're in the middle of winter right now. Still some cold weather can be hitting us. Uh, we've had all that. And you we're getting into that time of the year where we'll probably get some more snow and you got to be prepared. And that's why we've invited Trooper Cooper in for an educational moment. Hold on. <clears throat> 95.9 presents an X-Rock Morning Show educational moment. All right. We thought we'd bring in Trooper Cooper, maybe help. Uh, thanks, uh, Trooper Cooper. He's on the phone with us to give us some tips about uh, handling, like, uh, snowy and blizzards more in particular. What do you got uh, for Oh, thank you very much. That's very kind. Uh, I'd be more than happy to uh, assist your listeners. Give uh-huh. a couple tips on how to stay safe out Great. there, especially Great. if we get a big blizzard. It looks like you were getting into that time of year. We get a little extra snow into February. Usually mid-March, just when things start to melt, we think, hey, look, spring's coming. That's when we get right. dumped with like two or three feet of yep. snow. So you want to be prepared. Sure. So here's some uh, Trooper Cooper's tips for uh, riding the storm out, so to speak. Okay. <laughs> uh, one thing, you don't when uh, you get a blizzard, you don't want to travel unless absolutely necessary. Makes sense, right. Like if you haven't had your Starbucks yet. I understand, okay. ladies. you <laughs> got to get out there to get your frappe mocha for Chino. Right. It's worth, worth the risk and frostbite for. It looks for, like right. unicorns. What the hell are they doing now? I don't know I, what they're I, selling. I think that I... I I don't know, really. Also, you want to remember to always wear layers. It's all about layers. Layers? Protect yourself from Mm -hmm. frostbite for some of you idiots. You know what layer I'm talking about. Wrap that soldier next winter. You got an extra body to keep warm. Is this a sex tip? Uh, Uh, You want to make sure to stay tuned to the local news on the radio, unless, of course, you got HBO Max. Then you're binge watching Friends and you don't care. I see that. Make sure to keep a home emergency kit full of essentials, like water and batteries and tequila. Hang on. Ah, uh, you want to make sure, uh, speaking of tequila, get good and plowed before your driveway does. Really? Makes it much more fun. It really, really does. does. <laughs> uh, don't forget to bring your pet inside, you know, uh... Just in case you run out of food. <laughs> also, it's a good idea in a big blizzard to try to locate a Grubhub driver who uses a dog sled team. That way, you know you're going to get yours. Maybe he's got like a big skidoo or something. Maybe a okay. touring yeah. sled where you can think, haul your I food. Don't, I don't think And remember, if, uh, if you single ladies, make sure to save on your heating bill by simply sleeping underneath your 12 to 15 caps. That'll uh, really do her up. Really, dude? You had to go there? You, you had to... Now, speaking of pets, uh, if they don't want to go outside or and you don't want to walk them in the bad weather, just dangle them out the window, you know, until they're good and frightened enough to do their business. Wow. And finally, I got one. One more tip for you if you're interested. Yeah, I got one more. What do you got? Get the hell out of Alaska 
you for crying well, out. Yeah. <laughs> we got blizzards. It's Alaska. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, cry, I tell you what, people. Why don't you move on to, like, Arizona or Florida or Hawaii? Yeah. You don't have to worry about blizzards. Okay, My thanks. goodness, people. Really? It's right there. Okay, th- thanks, Trooper Cooper, folks. <laughs> well, I know you come here for the hilarity, but also, as I've mentioned already, it is a uh, educational program. So, how about some nerd news? You ready? Cause it's science. science. Come on, here's your headline straight out of the nerd news for you on this fine day. All the latest. Scientists have confirmed that the orbit of the most distant object in our solar system, and it's got a great name. It's called. Far, far out. Far, far out. (laughs) That's so awesome. They named it that because uh, before they discovered it, they found another rock floating out there and named that one Far Out. Well, this one's a little further. It's 100 times farther away from the sun than we are, and a full orbit takes about 1,000 years. So that's far, far out. Pretty soon we're going to have far, far, far out, which is going to be far out. Totally. A team at the University of Maryland has figured out how to make transparent wood. (laughs) They say it's stronger and less breakable than glass and also insulates better. So it could be used for windows. They said you could even uh, build an entire house out of it if you wanted to. Transparent wood. I don't... uh, I don't know what it's made of. Is it actual wood? No. What? Come on. Hey, there's a new weight loss drug, and it's coming, and the researchers uh, researchers behind it say it's a game changer. It's called semaglutide. Uh, semaglutide. Semaglutide. All right. They just finished a trial where some people got an injection once a week along with diet and fitness advice. The ones who got... The drug lost an average of 33 pounds in over a year. The ones who got the placebo only lost six pounds. And you might finally be able to have a robot train your dog soon. Two grad students at the University of Colorado trained an AI system to detect whether a dog is following commands like six, stay, roll over. And when they do it, it gives them a treat. Come on, our pets already have us all trained like robots. Now, can you train an AI to train an AI dog? Or does do we have to wait till they take over the Earth? I think that's what happens. That's your nerd news! From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. So we got a man from Florida in Florida right now. Actually, he's not from there. He's a New York boy, but... He just headed down the coast a ways. That's where he's living now. The one and only legendary rock and roll drummer extraordinaire. My good buddy, Mr. Carmine, a peace joining us. Carmine, how are you, man? I'm good. How you doing? Uh, good. Now, uh, you, of course, are a little south of uh, Tampa, where the uh, Super Bowl is going on. And they said it's yep. a, l- a little yep. cooler this week in Florida. Is the same uh, down your yeah. way? Or? Yeah. It's been like last night. It was 43 degrees. Went down to 40. Wow. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually wearing a coat. Look at that. Yeah, I know. They said there's a little a little cool uh, going on there. So it's all right. It'll all change. It'll bounce right back up, and you'll be back in yeah. no time. 
we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going through our winter cold spells as well, but ours are a little colder than yours. But uh, uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say. With that aside, I, I wanted to ask you something. I was reading a cool uh, article on the Nuge, Ted Nugent talking about, of course, now legendary for being a pretty clean guy. The guy doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't do drugs at all. Yep. But but yep. if you ever saw him on stage or heard him in an interview, you would swear the guy was on crack. <laughs> I know. But he's not. He, never, he doesn't shut up. He's not on anything. No. He's on life. Yeah. And is that is that kind of draining to be around Ted Nugent? Is he always like, is he always on? Yes. He's always on. <laughs> I, mean, I, I spent a week with him at his house when we when I joined him. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to get up tomorrow. I'll be up at five. I'll be out in the woods at six. I'll be underneath a bunch of leaves, you know, with my with my rifle or my bow and arrow, waiting for some deer to come. And, you know, and that's the only time he's quiet. You know, <laughs> and, it, and I said, "Well, maybe I'll go with you." And then he described what he's going to do. And I said, "You know what? I'll just stay here with your girlfriend, the beautiful at the time she was a seventeen-year-old Hawaiian woman uh, girl that her parents gave Ted permission for her to you know to live with him, and he was like her legal guardian." And I said, I'll just stay here with Pele, thank you. And, uh, but all day long, once he come back, you know, it was like a mile a minute getting ready for rehearsal and doing this and doing that. And even on the road, it's like always going, always going, always going. The mouth always going. Like when we had him on our, our Eddie Van Halen tribute and our regular show on Hanging and Banging. You know, he took over the whole show. Yeah, it's, get a word in. you couldn't find a spot to, like, shut him off, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, wait, where's, where's the on and off switch on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> do the so old he's fake. A good guy. Right. Try he's to do, a good guy. Though. Maybe try to do the old fake technical difficulty thing and just shut him off for a second. <laughs> uh, but he, he did an article about how many times he's had to turn everybody down. And he said uh, it had a great line. Uh, and he said, uh, uh, and some famous guys that were famous for doing way too many drugs and it took their life. He said he, he turned down drugs. And these are all people you know. Said he turned down, refused drugs from Hendrix. He refused drugs from Keith Moon. And he, did, he refused drugs from Bon Scott. That, that was, he said he refused right. drugs from all of them. And of course, oh, you were man. friends with those guys and you knew how, how yeah. hard they went. Were they notorious yeah. for just sharing everything they had? Were they like... Uh... Well, it was hippie days, man. You know, right. you go to a gig and everybody's smoking pot and who was doing this and acid and blah, blah, blah. You know, it was, it was crazy days. Right. Now, you he know? did say he had a certain appreciation for Keith Richards because his ability to do what he does but do it so well for so long while constantly being so high. He said he's a walking chemical dump and always stoned. But he's so deep, grinding in emotion, and authoritative in his uh, musicality. That's what he said. Right. Yeah, and he's great with his words. Too. Right. And then he mentioned uh, the guys from MC5 as well being really... Was yeah. there... Uh, do you remember one particular band that was like, oh, God, if we go out with these guys, it's going to be a long night? Cactus. <laughs> oh, your band. My, my, yeah, our band, Cactus. My... my my singer was a total druggie that used to play with Ted. You know, Rusty Day played the Amboy Dukes with Ted. He was like, you know, a dealer. He'd always have pot on and cocaine. I mean, he was, you know, he was like an always high. That band was always something going on, you know, with drugs and 
backstage and parties and asses and mess. Oh, so, and, so then he obviously uh, had offered Ted. So there's another person that Ted probably said no to. It was pretty good odds. Probably, and, <laughs> and he said too. Oh, gosh, you know? darn it. Oh. And, and, and you know what? And that stuff it not only kills you when then, if you even use it for a while and you stop, as you, when you get older, you die younger. Yeah, because your body abuse of all that stuff. You know? That's right. That's and right. Including, Except- including my brother Jim Bowler. You know, he did a lot of cocaine in his life. He smoked cigarettes, smoked pot every day, all the time. You know, and, and now he's know, gone. He's gone. You know. So I think there's only one exception. That's cockroaches and Keith Richards. It's the only exception. <laughs> the only exception. Is that what he said? No, that's what I say. Uh, <laughs> the only it thing. Sounds like something. It sounds like something Ted would say. I guess we could throw Betty White in there, maybe. Carmine, take care. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Okay, brother. All right. Well, you know, we love to have laughs and entertain and do the funny, silly, but we're also a very educational show. You ought to know that by now, which is why I want to bring you another educational moment. And it's all about presidents. We had President's Day. Let's do this. Here we go. Hold on. Mm-mm. 95.9 presents an X-Rock Morning Show educational moment. Some fascinating facts you may not have known about our U.S. presidents. For instance, all of our U.S. presidents actually get bachelorette spoilers ahead of time. George Washington was a natural redhead, but he wore a white wig following an unfortunate incident with Gorilla Glue. Thomas Jefferson not only invented the swivel chair, he actually sat in one while writing the Declaration of Independence. Which is why the original draft starts out with, we hold these truths to be wee. Oh, shut up, you do it too. Abraham Lincoln grew his beard on the advice of an 11-year-old girl. Which is why he also dotted his eyes in the Emancipation Proclamation with hearts. Jefferson had affairs. In fact, he used to nail a woman named Wheezy in her deluxe apartment in the sky. Shut up, that's funny. Eisenhower was actually the man who coined the phrase, whoever smelt it dealt it. Did you know three presidents died on the 4th of July? But of course, Oliver Stone never made a movie about any of them. John Tyler had 15 children and spent most of his presidency fighting for custody over them with Angelina Jolie. Each president has their own selected chef. President Donald Trump selected his personal chef from the highest rated McDonald's on Yelp. Another presidential fact, Millard Fillmore's porn name was Millard Fillmore. And finally, believe it or not, presidential fact, CNN has had Jimmy Carter's obit ready since like early 1999. And there you go, your educational moment. Miss Maria. Hey, girl. Hey, what are you doing, Mr. A? Um, nothing. <laughs> Go figure. I thought you were working for a living. No, I do radio, remember? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's up, babe? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Valentine's Day is Sunday, and that's our anniversary. 
Yes, I do. And I was just looking this up, and we've been married. To, we're, we're, we're veterans of this. We know what we're doing, right? So <laughs> Don't we hate that day? Uh, I thought we got married on the day just so we wouldn't forget that. Yeah, we, we got married on Valentine's Day so we could eliminate Valentine's. We don't celebrate Valentine's Day. We celebrate our anniversary. So there's no chocolates and roses and all that. that Nasty stuff. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> our idea of romance is a little different, correct? <laughs> yeah. A new survey came up. Oh, good Lord. Okay. And they're looking at the four most romantic things a couple can do and the least romantic things. The least romantic things, uh, see if you agree with these. Uh, these are the four least romantic things a couple could do together. Uh, playing video games. Okay, I agree. Um, going bowling. Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Binge watching a TV show. Fun, I agree, but not romantic. Yeah, I agree. Uh, going to a sporting event. Yay. What? Come on. What if it was grizzly football? You loved grizzly football. That was romantic. That's because I, sl- I sat in like the drinking section. It was <laughs> on my lap. What's going okay. on? Okay. All <laughs> right. So here's the four most romantic things you can do as a couple. Number four, making a home-cooked meal together. Not really. No? No, I wouldn't call that. When it, why do you say Well, you probably do, but... Well, we, we a, cook together all man, the time. That's like and, a and, chick flick. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Yeah, let's see cooking. Now these are just romantic. Uh, number three, eating at a restaurant. Yes, I like that. That's romantic. I okay. Do like food. Uh, number two, going for a walk. Sure, I don't call that romantic, but usually it's because you make me. <laughs> wow. Really want to go for a walk? Uh, but all we right, the number one most romantic thing. What do you think it is? Oh, playing sex cards. <laughs> right? It's got to no, be up there. What? No, it's going on a picnic, playing oh. sex cards. <laughs> you know, those cards. You, oh, just shut up. You sent me up all the way. No, I you did know, not. You know, I think a pic- picnic is way romantic, but I was going for what you thought. Was, you know, as long as you're talking realistically, I'm just saying if there's not food involved, there's not much romance. <laughs> it's all about food to you. <laughs> all comes back We've around to food. We've talked about this before, haven't we? I almost got in trouble for all that. All right, so picnics, and uh, but there's nothing else you can think of uh, more romantic than going on a picnic. That, that game I just mentioned. Ah, oh, right, romantic. the card game. Okay. There. All right, I got to go. We can always play that uh, sex card game on a picnic. <laughs> In the living room. <laughs> <laughs> From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. It's different now with weed being legal and all right. Remember the old days you'd have to stash it somewhere? Remember that bit on Saturday Night Live? Look at this. It's a little wooden. It's like a whole shop and it had nothing but little wooden bowls and things with secret compartments that you can put your weed in. That was the whole premise of the bit. You can put your weed in it. That's a running gag at our house all the time. But now, if you have younger kids and you're trying to hide it, you know, like back before it was legal, right? You'd have to hide it somewhere. So the top places to hide your weed. Ready for these? Inside those old soccer participation trophies. Boom. Ooh, your wooden leg. What? Don't have a wooden leg? Ah, just keep eating Twinkies for breakfast. Uh, let diabetes do its thing. You'll have a wooden leg in no time. Oh, in the same kitchen canister where your parents used to hide their weed. <laughs> oh, how about inside that thing you've never used? What's it called? Oh, the Bible. That's it. Underneath your treadmill. That is, if you can find the treadmill underneath the pile of clothes covering it, you'd have to take those off first. 
Oh, here's a good one. How about in the vegetable bin in your fridge? It'll fit easily because it's not like you're eating vegetables. Uh, really, actually, don't hide it anywhere. You're stoning. You're not going to remember where you hit it. You don't want to do that. Oh, here's a good one. Wherever Matthew McConaughey isn't, that's where you want to keep your weed. Or wherever you keep the Pringles, kind of go hand in hand, right? Maybe next to the TV remote. Or wait, what am I thinking about? How about just in plain sight on the coffee table? Come on, it's 2021, man. We live in Alaska. Act like it. (laughs) Shower Thoughts with Glenner. Did you know nobody in the Bible ever had a Bible? Breakfast time for many of you, maybe. Are you hungry? Did you eat properly? Well, if you're like me, I'm just always hungry. That's why I think it's time for a foodie roundup. Yeah! Here's something. Tension my wine, friends. American Airlines has figured out a way to get rid of all their alcohol that they haven't been able to sell on planes. They've created a new wine delivery service. You can order the fancy bottles of wine they serve to first class for $13 to $40 a bottle. Wow. I can see that, right? Scoring something. Now, I don't know. Do you have to go through TSA and everything to get it? Is it only in four-ounce bottle? Is it... <laughs> Is it a real bottle or is it a little tiny bottle? I ain't paying $40 for no little tiny bottle. I'd be stupid. Yeah. Elsewhere. More in your foodie roundup. Uh, boy, this could be a good gig right here. Now there's a lot of jobs worse than this. And they don't pay $47,000 a year. A company called Candy Funhouse is looking to hire candy and chocolate taste testers. And this isn't one of those gimmicks where a company hires somebody for $500 to eat chocolate for a week. No, this is a legit full-time job. The job pays $24 an hour, which works out to around $47,000 a year, and they'll be hiring two people for it. Here's a catch, of course. Companies in Mississippi, Ontario, Canada, and uh, on... uh, No, excuse me, not Mississippi. Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. And you'd have to move there. And of course, that's uh, 60,000 Canadian, 47,000 American dollars. But right now, you can't do that. So forget it, unless you're one of my Canadian friends listening online. Yeah. Uh, They're also hiring eight part-time jobs to taste candy. Tasting candy. You had me at tasting candy. Kellogg's and General Mills are turning some of their cereals into flavored nutritional drinks. What? Including Fruit Loops and Golden Grams. Well, that Fruit Loops nutritional drink sounds absolutely horrible. How are you going to make it nutritional? There is not even, you're spelling it F R O O T. Shut up. McDonald's is doing a promotion every Thursday through the end of February where they use throwback prices on one item. For example, tomorrow, you can get a small shake for 25 cents. Speaking of McDonald's, 18-year-old drunk Australian arrested for twerking at a McDonald's and causing a disturbance. Pled guilty. Twerking at McDonald's. I thought that was prerequisite for job placement. And finally, Pizza Hut is going to start testing drone delivery in Israel. Oh, 
Yeah, let's scare the hell out of them with every pizza delivery. Airstrike! Really want to do that? Israel, that's where you're going to test that? I think the news here is Israel has a pizza hut? That's your foodie roundup. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Okay, I love bringing these back once in a while when I'm trying to fill space in my podcast. Uh, This goes back to like the late 80s, early 90s, once again with Jerry Evans and myself and a cassette we put out with a feature called 98 Fun Facts. And this is the latest one, and that is that puffer fish cannot actually swim. They can only float. We are live from Barcelona for the first swim meet of these Olympic Games. Lane one from the United States, Matt Biondi. In lane two from the unified team, Andre Bishkinov. And from Japan, Sushi Honda Zuki. In lane three, lane four, the young Swede Sven Svendersen. And in lane five, we have the puffer fish. Looks like they're getting ready. And they are off Biondi by a length. But a very strong push-off by the young Bishkinov. Followed by Svendersen and Honda Zuki. But the puffer fish just seems to be floating there. Not really moving much. Uh, swimmers are now making their turn. Seems the pufferfish has drifted into the oncoming swimmers, though. Oh, my gosh. These sharp needle-like points are poking at the other swimmers. This is not good, but what form from the young pufferfish? Holy cow. Right in the water now. This is getting ugly. Very ugly. <laughs> well, that was a successful podcast, I'd have to say. Next week, we're going to do it again. Lovely Maria will be with us to talk about men that make the best sex partners. Also, Jerry Evans will join us for our Idiot of the Day. Yes or BS with the mayor and an interview with NFL great Hall of Famer Mark Schlereth, former Alaskan. He's going to join us right here in the cabin. Talk to you next week on the podcast. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.